0: Hi everyone, welcome back to another Spark episode of Experiential Spark, the podcast. This is actually Spark episode number five. And in this episode, we are going back to episode number five on The Art of Gathering, How We Meet and Why It Matters. And in that episode, both Claire and I actually mentioned that we were quite inspired by the book and were already thinking of some events coming up that we could use this book on and experiment with. Um, I quite failed on that part. However, <laughs> Claire didn't. So Covid
1: th- tried to stop us. but that we too. There. That too. Um,
0: so today uh, we're going to discuss a team day that Claire designed at work uh, while having the Art of Gathering in the back of her mind. Let's dive in. The first principle that Priya Parker discusses in the book is deciding on why you're really gathering. In other words, what's the purpose of the gathering? And actually, I thought this was well maybe the most inspirational part of the book. Mm. Because often we don't really think about it when we just start together. So my first question for you would be, Mm -hmm. how did you start to think about the why? And how did that actually influenced the agenda of the day as Mm. well.
1: Yeah, and it was a really important question for this team. So to set up a bit of the scene of where this team were at the time, there had been a lot of changes over the course of a couple of years with this team people have been away on parental leave on maternity leave people have moved roles left the company people have joined during COVID people have moved on to projects etc etc so the team was really transient and actually hadn't come together as a whole team dedicated in that way to spend time together for a real number of years in fact seven years Um, and So that was one part of it. And then the second part of it as well is, whilst it is a team, absolutely, um, they have different focus areas in their work. So they don't co-collaborate and co-create work together um, often. So that was really the context. And we recognize that to be a high performing team, we need that deep personal connection and that deep understanding of one another to have that psychological safety, to be able to then build a team that can really perform. So that led us to set ourselves with a couple of key objectives for the day, which was really about then why are we gathering? What is the purpose of gathering? And the first purpose was to really understand one another better, both professionally and personally. Um, It also is to build positive momentum together as a team and to really have fun and create a memorable experience whilst doing it so lots of other teams around the organization have great team days and i think this team was rightly so feeling a little bit left out so we wanted to create something really special for them um so connecting building positive momentum and doing something fun and memorable at the same time <clears throat> what this meant for us was this was not a business day So this was not gonna be talking about key business processes. And this team day happened right in the middle of what's called budget, uh, which for us is like a massive, massive, painful process. And this team is right at the heart of it. So it could have been a great opportunity to come together and talk about budget. But that's not what the purpose of this day was. This purpose of this day was to connect and build something together as a team. And therefore it was all about focusing on that connectivity Mm. and not the business.
0: Yeah. Did you notice that throughout the day people would sometimes slip into that business (laughs) side of it and that you had to bring people Mm. back? Or was it Mm.
1: so clear for everybody that it really drove the whole agenda through the day? Mm. Um, So actually, it was really clear. So Mm. we drove the agenda really well. um, And we did actually have like a parking lot. So a flip chart where we could put stuff on if things came out. And it didn't. There was nothing on that board. And actually, we'll talk probably later about the close of the day. But funnily enough, right at the end of the day, once we'd closed out the team day, someone actually used the language, now we've closed that. Can I ask you about this, please? And it so flipped a switch. Yeah. Um so the ground rules were, were really strong in, in that as well.
0: Nice. Well, maybe you can actually just keep going on the closing because even though that's you see the <laughs> right last the part <laughs> of the book about the importance of the closing, but how did you close? How did you yeah. then finish that?
1: Yeah. So I really Priya Parker's story or commentary in the book around you have to let it go, you have to accept it comes to our end, really got me thinking differently about how do I want to close this, given that this is about connectivity as a team, and given this is about being memorable. And so the way that we decided to close the event Um, was to mirror the opening of the event which we'll speak to shortly but we closed it by having a toast so raising a glass um, uh, to this team and why I'm excited to be in this team and the venue kindly created a beautiful cake which was a celebration cake and we all cut the cake had a slice of cake had a toast of non-alcoholic champagne because we we're all driving home. Um, but everybody went round the table and shared why are they excited to be part of this team and the journey going ahead. And and that was it. And and we we set it up to say, you know, this is the final part of the day where we'll close yeah. when the last person speaks. Um and then and so so we did. And we kind of went round and toasted and said thank you and then that was it and people kind of then was like okay cool right I better head off and oh I need to go and get my stuff and oh can I ask you about that business question now yeah um so that that's how it how it ended so simple and yet so effective really yeah yeah, yeah. really so
0: and you mentioned that it mirrored the opening can you then maybe go back to the opening and yeah. share a bit of yeah. that
1: yeah Yeah, so we again took inspiration from the book and decided to do something the evening before the team day and back to again, we wanted to connect together as a team and build momentum as a team, we decided we wanted to do something together as a team and create something uh, together as a team that we could then experience. And so uh, the manager and I decided a way that we could achieve this is by having a cooking course together where we cook and prepare the meal, a beautiful Italian dinner, where we then sat and ate together. Um, so the manager opened the um, the cooking by simply saying, this, this is a really special time for us, for us to get to know one another, recognising we've not had that. And so invest in those personal connections and being part of the team here today. And she was also really clear on that evening that it's not about work. So we kind of set that tone yeah. and then going straight into that cookery course was fun and engaging. And, and and I guess set that tone of this is relaxed, fun and engaging about creating together. Um, and then when we sat down to eat the meal, again, we started with a toast. So we toasted to the best team we'd ever worked in. And we had to share why that was the best team. Um, And this was a really nice transition from the kind of social conversation we'd had over cooking into what does it mean to be part of a great team and therefore onto the day the next day into, so we've said we wanna be part of great teams and we've articulated what they are. How do we bring that to life within this team? Yeah,
0: because one element in the book is also around controversy. And I can imagine that posing a question like that can actually make people quite nervous in terms of what am I going to share? Because yeah, what if this is not the best team I ever worked in? So yeah. how did that go?
1: Yeah, so um, we so the way that we managed that. So actually, uh, again, we helped people by giving people a warning mm-hmm. up front. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the question was, tell us about the best team you you ever know or I don't, how do we say it I can't remember but it didn't have to be a work team okay. I can't remember yeah. the phrasing but it didn't yeah. have to be a work team so someone talked about she'd she been um, uh, in hospital and she observed the support team and the way that the nurses worked together um, some people talked about uh, previous employees at sports teams so it was a real variety um, and also in a classic way Um, I asked the manager to go first to really set the tone. So that was really, really important. So that is
0: actually a nice bridge to one of the other elements in the book that I really like. And the uh, chapter is called Don't Be a Chill Host. And it is really around the the power you have as a host of a gathering and how important it is to really own that role. How -hmm. did you Like, I guess in designing the agenda, you were also a co-host, but maybe the manager of the team was sort of the main host of the day. How Mm. did she take her role in that sense? Mm.
1: So one of the things that we did was to really talk about that Mm -hmm. consciously. So in advance of the team day, we talked a lot about what does this mean to her and what does she want to facilitate in her team. So she absolutely didn't have the answers for them about what a great team should be or what they should stand for. Luckily, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But she really thought about, okay, well, how do I wanna help people explore that for themselves? And how can I show up in that way? So in the morning of the official team day, so dinner the night before, toast the night before, and then in the morning, um, she once again set the tone in, in kind of two ways. So. One, she opened that morning again, and she reflected back to some of the conversation that had been shared over the toast the night before, and two, we did an activity which we called our personal board, and we created this thing called the personal board, which was meant to be a visualisation of you, both mm-hmm. you personally and you professionally, and we. Decided to physically make them in the room, and that was because I wanted people to really think about it, to experience sticking things down, cutting mm. things out, and building it. Yeah. Again, that creation experience rather than printing off a PowerPoint. Yeah. Um, which is the risk of what could happen, and a beautiful example, when- <laughs> by the way, of how
0: purpose. Yeah. And the why actually go through the whole agenda, not just in what you do, but also in how you do it.
1: Yeah, completely, completely. Um, and then we were to present those back. So again, on the personal board, it was the personal story and the professional story, but we deliberately focused on the personal storytelling to begin with. So the first interaction we had with the personal board was the personal story Mm. and the leader led again, by example, on sharing openly highs and lows of her personal life and just was really authentic. I think in a way that might have slightly taken her by surprise, <laughs> but it really then set the tone for this complete vulnerability amongst the team. Um, and the other way I think we achieved that was, so the venue itself happened to be called the Honesty Barn. So right. a barn, Honesty <laughs> Barn, and, um, And as I was introducing the day ahead and and talking through the objectives openly with them, you know, we use that as a way of saying, hey, look, we are in this space, we are in the honesty barn. So we kind of have to be open and honest, right? Because that's where we are. And then we also reflected back to the stories that people had shared the night before about the great teams and how those great teams, people really knew each other, people could support one another. And so they had articulated to us why we needed to be open and honest and have these personal connections because to have each other's back to support one another to be able to read each other you need to have that so that was a really great way in for us to be look we're in this space called the honesty barn let's own that and let's create a day and a time for you guys that enables you to to become one of those great teams you've described to us so i think so yeah. And then the final thing I think was, sorry, I'm probably jumping around, but the final thing I think is a host. So I was conscious that I needed to bring the energy. Mm-hmm. And so one of the ways that I bought the energy was to play a game that you and I have, have done before with our teams, which is in advance of the day, everybody sends you their favorite song. Mm, yeah, and then, and then you play um, that song at different points during the day, and people have to guess who it is, and then why, and then that person shares why. And again, back to understanding one another personally and yeah. making connections. It's just a really energising because people like the songs and they like the guessing, so it's a bit of fun. Yeah. But then there's a little touch at the end about, you know, this song is important to me because, mm-hmm. um, and and it's a way of injecting energy into a day quite organically, Mm. as opposed to right, everybody stand up and move around, because after each break, or after this moment, you just play the song and it, and it brings people back together, and and refocuses. Yeah, that's awesome. And um,
0: to go back to what you were sharing on actually the uh, name of the location itself, that is also very much linked to chapter four creating Mm. a temporary alternative world. So really making sure that for a gathering people temporarily step into the space of where the Mm. gathering takes place. Now, the name is beautiful, obviously, (laughs) Uh, so that helped. Was there any other way how you in a way used the location
1: Mm. also
0: to help drive the purpose of the day?
1: Yeah, so we did a couple of things. Um, So one I would say is we were lucky to have quite a large space. So with different areas. Mm -hmm. So there was a sofa area with a fire. There was an upstairs kind of mezzanine where you could go away and do some thinking. There was a big, massive communal dining table. And then there was a kitchen like area. And then there was also a beautiful garden. So when we were sharing what our values are and talking about our values and how they show up, we used the outside space so that the conversation could be quite relaxed, informal, flowing, and it was beautiful sunshine and a gorgeous day. So it was energizing and refreshing. Yeah, definitely helped. Uh, wouldn't have done it in the rain. And then the other things that we did, so we wanted the team to think differently about what does it mean? What what is the research on great teams, what's out there? And so we set up different areas of the room. So after lunch, we had different areas in the in the main room. So the seating area was the reading corner. Uh, the kitchen table was the kind of watch the video area. And then mm-hmm. the top um, area became the pictures and the quotes. So the top area was the pictures and quotes because people could easily move around and be very energized by kind of standing and walking. Then the seating area, the relaxing area was the reading reflection corner. So within one venue, we tried to create different spaces and different, I guess, energies or mindsets Mm -hmm. because we were in them different spaces as well. Yeah. So I think all in all, you really looked
0: at art, the art of (laughs) designing the gathering in that way. Uh, Lots of elements already uh, discussed so far. Maybe to close it off, is there anything else, any reflection or question or thought that you have that you want to close this with?
1: Yeah, I think, so I'll close it with a learning or an ongoing question perhaps, which is, I really think we got that experience right. Mm It was great. Um, Draining in many ways, but great. I think what we've missed is the what next. Mm -hmm. And that's something that we're still working with. So there's almost, in this type of event, which is, you know, the team day to build a momentum for something. I really thought differently about the gathering itself. And I probably didn't think so hard about the, the follow-up and the what next. Yeah. You also ended and at the toast. Yeah, it did end at the toast, didn't it? So that was it. I did it. It's fine. <laughs> the after team day dip came after the cake. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it did. Crikey, it was good cake. Um, but yeah, so I guess that's. Maybe that's not so much about the gathering itself, but more than where does your gathering fit into the wider ambitions you might have? And yeah. how are you working through that too? Yeah. Don't have an answer, guys. Answers, welcomed. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely welcome. And it probably depends on the gathering, whether a follow-up
0: yeah. is, is needed. But indeed, as you mentioned, like this is probably one of those ones where you would want to have a yeah. follow-up. I think well, so. Time for a second gathering then, maybe.
1: Aye, Mm. good idea.
0: (laughs) Well, if you do have any answers for Claire, then uh, please let us know. You can reach us via Instagram at experientialspark or you can send us an email experientialspark at gmail.com or reach us via Podbean or any other platform that you listen to our podcast to. And we hope to see you soon. Bye.